We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. On today's episode of the Pride Podcast, we have undrafted rookie free agent D'Angelo Amos. Stops by on the podcast to talk about his journey to the NFL. We also talk about the rookie minicamp, OTAs, and how the current coaching staff is right now. On episode 183 of the Pride Podcast. With the seventh pick. In the 2021 NFL Draft, the Detroit Lions select Panay Sewell, tackle, Oregon. He's going to run it straight in! Jared Goldberg! Touchdown, Detroit Lions! DJ Hawkinson, they did it! They tied it! They're an extra point away from winning this game! Oh, baby, how big is that? Yo, what's going on guys? Welcome back to the Pride Podcast episode 183 on the Blue Wire Network. I am your host Tyler, joined by my two guys as always, Malcolm, Pierre. How you boys doing tonight? Woo! I'm doing great. I know Malcolm's doing great because the Knicks won last night. So I know Malcolm's like on top Let's nine go, right baby. Now. <laughs> Let's that, go. That- might have been the ugliest basketball game I've ever watched. Playoff basketball game I've ever seen in my life. I, both teams are trying to lose at the end of the game. Did you see the fourth quarter, though? I did watch. That's like the only time that, I watched was the end of that fourth that's, quarter. That's when we came clutch, man. That's all that matters. That's all say, that matters. I will say your Knicks, fans baby. are very passionate. And <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. you guys got a Trey Young Baldwin chant was amazing. So. Yes, it was. Uh, I loved it. Yeah. But we got us a very special guest joining us today. New Detroit Lions undrafted free agent safety, D'Angelo Amos. How you doing, my man? Uh, you know, we were just talking about basketball. Are you into the NBA at all? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, basketball is really my first love growing up. So, Who's your team? You watch too, yeah. man. Oh, no, I never had a team. No, I just had favorite players. Uh, just like Russ, like his passion, like how he plays, his energy. I always love that. John Wall, his grit. Uh... Definitely LeBron, because he he's just his his IQ of the game is insane. Because um, right. he was he's like he knows when to like decoy himself, and I feel like that's very hard for somebody in his position to do to know when to be the decoy and let everybody else you know kind of gather the points and stuff. So it, players that, like that is LeBron the go. 
Um, man, come on, man. I don't I, come on, bro. Why would you ask that, man? I feel like that's that's a question that people should can't really answer. You can never really answer that because uh that's a, of all time. And if you put LeBron back there back when Michael Jordan played and you had like the dirty pistons and how physical they are, like of course I feel like LeBron would have to adapt. But the game that how he plays now, you just put him in that time, like in a time capsule and put him back there. LeBron, I don't think he can handle that because that's not what he's used to. He's not to that type of physical play. And if you put Michael Jordan in this, everybody's athletic, everybody's bigger. Bigs are shooting threes. And, you know, yeah, I just think it's different times, different kinds of different ways the game is played now that you can't really say who would have been the greatest of all time. That's, that's a good, good answer. That's, that's a very good, good answer. answer. Good, good you, almost, answer. You, you almost lost me when you were going to go and say LeBron was going to adapt, but then you, you gave me a good answer. So. Yeah, that was a really good answer. Let me ask you real quick. If, if you were to play basketball, what position would you play? Point guard. Point guard? Right. Okay. What, what kind of point guard would you be? Would you be like the a dish guy, or would you just be like a like a Westbrook and just, just do it all? Or um, I'm definitely more of a dish guy. Uh, just lead, you know, get everybody in the right place, get the offense rolling. Uh, just be that general uh, on the court. Uh, that's definitely what I was a lot of times. And then uh, that okay. being a shooter, you know, being able to shoot the ball too. Okay. Okay. All right. Now going back to the football side, which – well, you know, we actually originally got here before, but we got yeah. basketball, right. <laughs> play out basketball. But you know, how is rookie minicamp for you, and like, how has OTAs been going out for you so far? Uh, it's been good. Uh, just learning from these coaches. Uh, there's a big jump from, you know, to college, to college to NFL as far as just the little tidbits that can give you that little bit of advantage over the offense, or the tidbits that'll give an offensive player advantage over the defense. You know, and it's not so much uh, the playbook. You know, because that's just football's football. The ISO plays the ISO, um, you know, cover four is cover four, but it's just the terminology and learning that part. But they give you a lot of cues, a lot of techniques and little nuggets of information that really improves your game more than uh, learning the, the, pack, the playbook. So, you know, compared to rookie minicamp, where it's obviously a bunch of rookies, uh, some UDFAs like yourself, and uh, comparing to like the OTAs the last three days, how much more different is it with the veteran, veterans in Allen Park now? Um, it definitely, it definitely turns up like a lot. Uh, the energy is is higher. Um, you don't have a lot of guys that's you know fresh learning like they're just running around just trying to make sure they don't make mistakes. So uh, a lot of professionalism comes in, uh, knowing how to practice, practicing smart but fast. Um, just how they how they come in, you know, come into work every day. You just watch them and see how they move around and how they operate, and then you just kind of fall in line, and, and it shows you how to be a professional. So obviously you didn't get drafted, but as an undrafted free agent, like I'm sure other teams were interested. Why did you choose Detroit? Did they like offer you something, or did you think it was the best chance for you? Like Why Detroit? Um, ultimately, I just felt the most love um, talking to Coach uh, Pleasant, Coach Phipp, um, even Coach Duker, you know, just talking to those guys. Um, there was just love there. I talked to them uh, when I was – I talked to a scout, a Detroit Lions scout in um, Texas. Couldn't think of it. But in Texas uh, for the College of Grand Iron Showcase. So uh, we've kind of been in touch ever since then. So just that consistency. Um, also, uh, it would have been great. It was, like, ideal uh, to have, play with somebody that's from my area, Jalen Elliott. Uh, came last year so he's from the Richmond area we played against each other football basketball and all that stuff so 
to be around a couple guys that's, you know, from my area. And then also um, they're coming in with a new staff. So, you know, it's kind of like new beginnings there. Um, so it's probably the best chance to, you know, make a team and really make an impact. What was your first impression of the coaching staff so far? How similar or how different is it from your time at Virginia? I would say it's, it's actually very similar. You know, they come in with a standard, um, but they're also understanding of the players. Um, I think that's one thing Coach Mendehall at uh, UVA, Coach Howell and all those guys, they just, they understood the players. They tried to really have that relationship where it was, you know, some give and take. It's not just, hey, we're, you know what I'm saying? We're authoritative figures, we're coaches, we're going to tell you what you're going to do. Um, and that's very similar with Coach Campbell, uh, DC, Coach AG. Um, just a lot of them, they're just there for you, you know, to help you along, especially as a rookie. They know, like, right now it's pretty hectic. You're learning. You're trying to – you're still wrapping your mind that, you know, you're here. You're in the NFL for right now. Um, but you got a lot to do, and you want to impress. You don't want to make any mistakes. So um, it's very similar in that sense, you know, just taking care of you. you want you to, you know, be your best with your best foot forward and um, not set you up for failure. So, so you were here um... – uh, I mean, obviously, you played at James Madison before Virginia. So comparing it that all together, is, is there a big jump going from James Madison? Is that Division Two? If I'm not mistaken, so no, Division Two. It's Division One. Oh, it's D1? It's okay, so yeah, so non-Power Five school going into Virginia. You know, what's that like adjustment? Um, the guys are just bigger, honestly. Uh, the talent level. You know, everybody's talented, uh, especially playing D1 ball. Everybody has talents. You have fast guys. You have strong guys. Um. But it's just guys are just bigger, um, and some of them more times than not in the uh, in Power Five, especially they have a better understanding of the game. You know yeah. that IQ rises a little bit, so it's not like at James Madison where, well, at least at James Madison we were powerhouse school, so a lot of us knew had a high IQ. You know, Coach Trot taught as well uh, when we first got there with my class. So um, with that difference. Uh, as far as JMU in particular, just that campus, the IQ wasn't a big wasn't a big deal. But when you play against other teams and they're just running plays, they're not really being too instinctive. That changes. Like the instincts in the Power Five are insane. You're wondering how did he know or what yeah. made him do that. And their instincts are just crazy. And I know obviously a very small sample size just within practice, but you probably see even a bigger jump in the NFL so far. Yes, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Tight ends are, are faster. You're thinking, like, all right, they're slow. They're tight ends. That's what you grow up thinking your whole life. And then, yeah. like, no, they're just as fast. They're just bigger. Yep. <laughs> That's and it. I, so. and, and then you see, like, big asses like Darren Fells, who's, like, a, essentially another offensive lineman. <laughs> right, yeah, it's like, all right, I think you're playing the wrong position. I'm <laughs> you know, so it's, it's just little things like that. Uh, but, like I said, all the guys are still, uh, you know, they're cool. Like I said, you're – just a guy just like uh, me and you. So uh, it's fun. Like I said, they, they're there to help you as well, too. So sure. they've been through there. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. 
And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So obviously this is the first stint as Aaron Glenn is a defensive coordinator. He comes on from New Orleans. Aubrey Pleasant, this is his first year in Detroit as the DB's coach. How have they been so far for you? Oh, they've been great. Uh, they teach you. He's got coach. Coach Ag is definitely going to uh, is going to coach you hard. Um, but at the same time, he's going to make sure that you understand what he, you know, what he wants, what he's trying to do. Um, they're always trying to put you in a position, you know, to help the team, but also to make plays. So if you just, you know, listen, they have a lot of uh, wisdom coming from different systems. Um, but Ag, you know, playing him playing in the league for, I know, ten plus years. Um, I don't know the exact number, but you know, him playing for 10 plus years. Um, AP, Coach uh, Pleasant, not so much that uh, playing the league that long, but uh, just his understanding of the game and how he coached those guys at the Rams, uh, they were, you know, they were great. So um, it's just, it's great to have that, that wisdom and that teaching, that coaching. Um, obviously, I wish I would have had that earlier, but in college, but uh, it's great to have it now and learn a lot. Yeah. Um... So obviously, like I mentioned, this is Aaron Glenn's first stand as a defensive coordinator, and like it's just very unknown as Lions fans of like what kind of defensive schemes are we running this year? Like, what have you kind of seen front wise? Is this more of a three four four three? Like, what type of fronts are we looking at so far? Um, it's really a mix of everything. Like you, it's time like especially coming into me now, uh, learning the playbook. Like I'm like, all right, what are we in? Yeah. <laughs> like you know, what I'm saying at first first day or two, you like I don't understand any of this. Um, sometimes I'm thinking, like, all right, we got like five guys on the line, but we really don't. Like, it's yeah. like they, they'll drop or you have three. It's it's so chaotic. And we have uh, Coach Dugu came from the Ravens, and you know how their defensive scheme was. They could oh. put seven guys on the line, nine, yeah. and you don't know who's dropping, who's going. So it's a, it's a mix of everything. Like I said, you have three coaches from three different uh, teams, which is very rare uh, in the league. Normally right. you get a DC who brings over a couple coaches that he already worked with and stuff, but they come with different all different languages all different schemes and ideas so you really don't know or have any idea like what we're doing or what we're in sometimes i'm watching film and i'm I'm like, all right wait i thought we were playing this but <laughs> you know without the game calling up i try to just study that way like all right if i should be able to see what we're doing and understand what coverage we're in and i'm like all right yeah i need the name tags right now i'm not that i'm not that into the playbook as far as knowing it like the back of my hand to that point yet so it's it's crazy. So, uh, but he definitely has a great uh, thing going. Like I say, he puts everybody in position to make plays. You know, he definitely has set the standard to turn this Lions defense around. For sure. That's what I like to hear. Yeah, man, it's <laughs> exciting. Um, all right, so why did you choose number 40? Was it given to you? Is there a reason for it? No, it was just given to me. But okay. it's actually crazy because my brother is two years older than me. When he left out of ECU and he went to the Giants, his first number in the NFL was 43. Okay. Oh, so okay. Oh, okay. Like, That's a little sneak peek. Or it just played out by coincidence, but we both ended up with our first number uh, as far as, as a rookie as 43. So, do, do you like that number, or is this something that if, if you made the 53, you're switching immediately? Uh, 
I'm just grateful to be in the league. So to me, yeah, I, I, I would take it. I would if it was 49. As much as I really don't like that number, but like I would take it. Like I'm in the league. You know, I'm living the dream. Uh, and at the end of the day, what I've always been taught is that the number doesn't make you; you make the number. So that is all right. That is all right. I, I know you just said that, but don't tell me that 54 and Lee McNeil is not ugly as hell. I mean, he's a beast. He's a beast. But he's that number like, 54 needs to like change. That number, that as, he as looks athletic, nice. I like that number. Yeah, as athletic and as freak of an athlete as he is, he can make that number work. Like, <laughs> like watching him, I played against him at UVA. Uh, uh, yeah, we played against him. He had a he had an interception for a touchdown. He had a pick six yep. against us. And then I played against him um, when, Jim, you played. NC State at, at, uh, at, at NC State. So I've seen him a couple of times, and already I'm like, yeah, he's just that's just him. He's gonna rock it. He's gonna he's gonna make it look good. He's a freak athlete. So you just see somebody like that, they're gonna make that number work. I got you because he wore 29 yeah, in, yeah. in college too. Yeah, so like, yeah, so 29. Like, you know, I'm, I'm not gonna lie, but I mean, yeah. for reasons, and obviously they just doubled that number. Like they just doubled that number and gave him 54. So. You know, maybe there's something behind that that that's why they gave him 54. But you know, I I, I think they they have some strategy going on between doubling his number and my number being the same as my brother. So they obviously doing some research. Yeah, yeah. Definitely was a coincidence. It wasn't a coincidence. Um, yeah, they they got something going on. We'll <laughs> Coach Flip mentioned that you are competing as a returner. How's that been going so far? Uh, it's been good. Um, a lot of guys is, are talented. Khalif Raymond. Um, Vic Bowden's back there. Um, Amon Ross and Brown. Um, he's very, very fast. Um, but yeah, it's, it's been great. You you learn a lot. Um, everybody kind of, you know, has a different feel for how they catch the ball. Some people like to split their feet. Some people go uh, one foot forward, one foot back. You know, it's it's a little bit different. Everybody kind of has their own thing. Um, I'm the only defensive guy. So it's something that uh, I've gotten used to uh, at JMU and UVA. I was always the only defensive guy, and a lot of vets like, and even Coach AG uh, actually like, you can you can catch punch. You look kind of natural back there. I'm like, yeah, I've I've done it a few times before <laughs> in college, but uh, yeah, it's it's been fun though. We try to find different ways to you know make it challenging, whether it's putting the numbers while the ball's in the air and making us reading it, or trying to catch everything one-handed like it's just you just do anything to make it hard um so when it's time to you know do it in the game or do it in practice that we're all uh clicking on all cylinders yeah um so when i was watching your film i saw that like you had a uh, two punt returns in a quarter in a game you remember that james madison yeah villanova i think that was 2018 yeah so nice. that was crazy so um was, you know right. obviously your safety the safety room is I mean, it's relatively pretty young. I believe the oldest guy in that room is Tracy Walker. Yeah. Yep. So very, you know, he's it's only his third year in the league um, or fourth year. Sorry. So it's his fourth year in the league. Um, you know, who is some veterans you've been kind of leaning on? You know, obviously you mentioned returner Khalif Raymond's back there. He's been in the league, played for Tennessee. So, you know, who's some veterans you've been leaning on so far? Um, when it comes to power returning, definitely uh, Khalif Raymond. Uh, he was, like I said, with the Titans and Rashard Davis came to James. He was with the Titans too. So that's how we kind of made that connection, just working there um, with uh, the safeties uh, because Jalen Elliott joined us um, during rookie mini camp. So, you know, he's just coming in hungry, uh, putting in work. So he um, 
I really was leaning his way, you know what I'm saying? Especially he's a guy from Richmond. So just it was easier to, you know, migrate that way. Um, but him, uh, Tracy, definitely Tracy, and um, Will, Will Harris, uh, just a guy that's, you know, they're all trying to embrace you, trying to help, uh, give you a few pointers. Um, so it's, it's really it's really been those guys, those main three, Will, uh, Tracy, and Jalen. Um, and then a couple times Dean too. He's from JMU too, so uh, he was actually the first guy I hit up once I realized, you know, I was going to the Lions. So, um, yeah, those guys really are the guys that I've been trying to reach out to and help figure the, you know, this whole professional thing out. For sure. All right. Um, so, what's the best advice you've I've ever received, and who was it from? I would say, as far as on the coaching staff or like with the Lions or just in the- it could be outside the Lions. Yeah, it could be anything. High school, anything. Parents. Um. It was. I would say, it was from my brother. Um. He's even though he's my brother, like that's literally if I had to say I had a best friend, he was that. He's definitely that that best friend, but. Um, he just told me, uh, one time we were just talking, he was just saying to me, the best advice was that even though you want to work hard all the time, cause that's something that I do, I will get caught up in whatever I'm training for, whatever I want, whatever goal, and I won't in, like enjoy the moment. So his thing was just enjoy the moment, you know, have fun um, when you make a play, like let that passion flow. Don't just think, all right, you got to make another one because you're trying to be this great or you're trying to make it to the league um so embracing the moments but at the same time when you wake up every morning um think about the person you want to be think about who you want to be how you want to be seen um and when it's all said and done what do you want to get back to the world and if at the end of that day when you go to bed you haven't made steps in that direction then you wasted that day so don't waste any days good yeah, good advice. All right, so you you mentioned several times in this podcast that you had a brother. Um, <laughs> he wore the same number as you rookie year. So this yeah. is this is throw the question out there: Are you related? Is is, is your brother Adrian Amos? No, no, he's not my brother. <laughs> oh. Are you related? Are you related? That's something we have yet to figure out. My brother Deshaun uh, is the one that I get the information from. He was, got you. He did. Uh, training camp or uh this past year or last year with um the Packers. So there they were the Smash Brothers. Um because they seen the last name and everything and they actually had their numbers, I think forty one and forty three or something like that. Forty one and forty two. So I think now I'm thinking the league does stuff on purpose. But um <laughs> they definitely uh you know, everybody was asking that question, especially when he was going there and then when I got here, everybody's asking the same question. Is your brother Adrian like don't your brother play for the Packers? I'm like, no. <laughs> Wrong guy. We're still going down that line to figure out uh, uh, if there's any connection at all. Because I remember people asking me when he was at Penn State. So um, we've been trying to figure this out for years now, actually. So <laughs> no, okay. we just haven't found you know the right the right line down the accessory line that connects yeah. us. But we're going to figure it out eventually. Yeah, I'm. I mean, my last name is Hart, so I'm kind of hoping. Somewhere down the line, Kevin Hart, if he hears this, maybe <laughs> I'm a little bit taller than him, but you know who? Ah, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> He's a short one. Not too many people that's real short. 
<laughs> I don't have any. I don't have any short people in my family like that, so I, I don't know. Yeah, you you might have to uh, go on ancestry.com or something. I don't know. You got to figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> I, I look like a Mike Curry. I mean, he was a running back. Do you, didn't you play running back? Mike, Mike, you, Mike you play cornerback in high school. I played corner. I played corner in high corner, school. Okay. Yeah. Say, he, was, he was a running back. So yeah, he was a running back. He's a little bit lighter. He's he's way lighter than me. So I don't, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Like I said, everybody got, everybody has has some family we don't know about. Yeah, maybe. All right, all right, guys. That is going to be a wrap to this episode with D'Angelo Amos. Uh, hope you guys all enjoyed. D'Angelo, thank you again for hopping on with us. And before you know, we hop off. We were talking about basketball. So this is the craziest NBA playoffs I think I've ever seen. Anything could happen this year, in my opinion. So who's going to win the championship this year? Oh man, um, you could say Dallas. I'm going to have to go with uh, Luca. Say the next, you know. I'm here. I'm right here. I don't, I don't think so. Oh, come on! <laughs> Cut this mic. Mic off. Are, are they gonna get past the first they round? It's all right. It's okay. Uh, have all the pieces uh, as far as experience and everything in those situations. Uh, Dude, right. obviously, the great player, but uh, just all around, I don't think they. You know, I don't think it's there, but. Uh, from the Angel, you're in Detroit now, so this all doesn't matter. You're a Pistons fan now, anyway, so that's that's all that matters. Yeah, I'm a I'm a Detroit Lion, so uh, <laughs> yeah, that's football. Uh, basketball, like I said, I don't I don't have any. Uh, you don't have I don't, I've never had a team, but if somebody was to ask me Detroit, I'd like yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, thanks for coming on, yep. and like best of luck this season. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Yep. Yes. Good luck, man. All right. Appreciate it. All right, man. Appreciate it. And we're signing out, guys. Peace. Peace. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. 
Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com